and welcome everybody to episode number 22 of the Fighting Irish Daily Blitz. I'm your host, Rob Thidoff, also known as RPT. You can find me on Twitter, at P Thidoff. Again, that's at P as in Paul, T as in Tom, H-I-T as in Tom again, O-F-F Frank Frank. For all Notre Dame athletic updates, please go to my Twitter account. And episode 22 is presented by BetUS.com. Bet with the three-decade leader, BetUS. Join now for a 125% bonus using promo code DSP125. Again, that's DSP125. Or a 200% bonus with crypto using promo code DSP200. Again, that's promo code DSP200. And bet sports, casinos, horses, pop culture, and more at BetUS.com. You bet, you win, you get paid betus.com. So for today's episode, it is the North Carolina preview. It's on ABC at 3.30 Eastern Standard Time this Saturday. Again, I've been going back and forth on my predictions. When I did my initial preview this year, this is a game I had us lose, actually, when I predicted a 9-3 record. However, I didn't think the season would be as much of a challenge as it has been so far this year. Again, I had us starting at 2-2, two and two. and now, even though I did predict us to lose this game earlier in the year, again, I've been going back and forth because, one, North Carolina's defense has been worse than I thought, and our offense has been worse than I thought, and we just, just by this much beat Cal, which I never thought I would say that before either. So let's look at the preview here and just go over some stats. So points per game, this is – this is just shocking. I know North Carolina had a pretty good offense, but again, I didn't know our defense would be this shitty. And the quarterback's a mess, even though he had a Drew Pine had a decent game. But for him to just play that like that the rest of the year, we're not going to have a winning record. Let's just put it that way. I want to be pretty blunt with you. So points per game. We are at 18.3 points per game for the season so far after three games. North Carolina, they have played three games as well. They're averaging 51.3 points per game. Big disparity there. But again, as I look at their schedule, hasn't been as tough as us, but they're beating the, the crap teams that they're supposed to. So Florida AM, they beat 56 to 24. App State, that was the, the big scoring game. They won 63 to 61. And App State probably should have won that game. And then Georgia State, they beat 35 to 28. So they barely beat, and I don't I want to consider App State a bad team. And Florida AM, they took care of business. But Georgia State, they only won by three. And I think that team beat Nebraska. Uh, yeah, I think they beat Nebraska the week after that. So anyway, but again, they're beating the teams they're supposed to. We can't beat Marshall. We barely beat Cal. And then Ohio State, that's a different story. So again, they're averaging 51.3. We're averaging 18.3. Points allowed per game, this is a little bit better for us. We're only allowing 21.3 points per game. And some of those have been off turnover, so that's a little misleading stat. That probably would be a little bit less than 21.3, but our offense has turned the ball over too. But again, our defense has not created a turnover yet either. They are at, or they're allowing 37.7 points per game. So this is why I'm saying we got to score on this offense if we want to continually improve on what we did last Saturday. So again, we're allowing 21.3. They're allowing 37.7. So there's a wide variety there too. Total yards per game. We're only averaging 300.3 yards per game. 
that's got to get better, especially with the tougher competition coming up. Again, it's got to get better. They are allowing, or no, their their um their offense is producing 547.3 yards per game. So that's a big. I mean, that's almost yeah, that's almost 250 yards. And you're getting up to that 300 category um, difference there. So again, we're we're doing 300.3 yards per game for our offense. They're doing 547. Three. It's a big variety there. Uh, if you mark it down by passing, th- this shocked me. I thought it would be a lot less for us, but we're averaging 182.7 points per game or points per game, 182.7 passing yards per game. And the rushing is 117.7. Again, that's got to get better too. North Carolina, they're averaging 310 yards passing per game, yards rushing per game is 237.3. So again, there's that 550 yards where the averages come in. So defensively, obviously we're going to be winning this category statistically. We're allowing 351.7 yards per game. 184 of that is per the pass and 167 of that is the rushing. Again, the rushing yards last week against Cowboys was a lot better, but we still got to get better, especially that D-line has got to start, you know, tightening up a little bit because we're allowing too many uh, rushing yards per game still. And for North Carolina, they're giving up 468.3 yards a game, 275 in the pass, and then 193 rushing-wise. Do you want to get to actual individual statistics here? Again, they had Sam Howe last year, great quarterback for them for three years. He came out early, and he's now with the Washington uh, Commanders now formerly the Redskins, but if you didn't, like, who's the commanders? It was the former Redskins team. So their quarterback now, his name is, I got my notes here, Drake May. I've seen him play during that uh, Appalachian State game. Pretty good quarterback. Can throw well. Very mobile as well. Probably more mobile than Sam Howe. He's not as good as Sam Howe, at least not yet. But he's a pretty good quarterback. He's got his statistics great. 72 of 97 for 930 yards, 11 touchdowns to only one interception. It's a pretty good stat right there. And obviously our leading passer is still Tyler Buckner. But again, he's not going to be playing. Um, but if you just look at Tyler's stats just over those first two games, they don't even compare to uh, uh, Drake May. I, I forgot his first name. I knew his last name. So again, Tyler's stats, 20 to 50 for 378, two INTs, and then two rushing touchdowns. But again, let's let's just say if Tyler had played last week and had 300 yards, he'd be up to 678, so 700. He's still 200 yards less than Drake May. So passing-wise, they have a huge advantage over us, especially with Drew Pine now playing. Aldrich Estime, this, this kind of shocked me here. He's got 37 carries for 130 yards. I knew our running game wasn't the greatest right now, and he's got two touchdowns. They're running back. Amarian, I believe I'm pronouncing this right, Amarian Hampton, he's he's only got 38 rushes as well compared to 37 for Aldrick, but he has uh, 228 yards total. So he's got about 100 more than Aldrick, and then he's got five TDs. So rushing-wise, they have an advantage over us as well. And then receiving yards, this – I'm sorry. So the rushing, there is a disparity. This is the one where I was kind of shocked there wasn't that much of a disparity – their leading receiver, his name is uh, Kobe P- Passer or Pace Hour. Again, my apologies. I, I know I'm not pronouncing that right, but 
It's P-A-Y-S-O-R. I want to just say uh, Paysour. He's got 14 receptions for 172 yards and two TDs. Lorenzo Styles, our leading receiver, uh, 11 receptions, so three less than their leading receiver, and he's got 152 yards, so only a 20-yard difference. But Lorenzo still has not had a touchdown uh, catch or even a a run yet either, because you know sometimes receivers can run at times too on reverses and stuff like that. I know my Steelers tend to do that way too much with uh, former Notre Dame uh, star re receiver Chase Claypool. He may be, I think he may still be leading the Steelers in rushing, which is pathetic for a receiver to be doing that. But anyway, I digress on that. Matt Canada, Tommy Reese is doing a hell of a lot better job than Matt Canada right now. Again, I know this isn't a Steeler podcast. We have someone else for that. But again, just to get off a, a tangent there, horrible, absolutely horrible. So anyway, so as you can see, they have a huge uh, advantage offensively. We have a huge uh, uh, advantage defensively. How's that going to interact on Saturday? It is at North Carolina. Again, Drew Pine's first road start. And I think even though, again, we won last week, we did see some improvement. I got to see that on the road at North Carolina before I start making predictions in the future that we're going to be successful on the road with a backup quarterback. So that's why I'm still going to pick North Carolina in this game. Again, hope I'm wrong. But I think with Drew's first game on the road, he's going to struggle slightly. Or not slightly, he, he could struggle majorly as well. That's to be determined. And I think our defense is going to be on our heels, on their heels pretty much, where we're going to have a lot of three and outs. We're, the defense is going to be out there way too much. And by the end of the game, I think we'll hold them early in the game to mostly field goals but then they're going to start scoring more touchdowns. So I think it's going to be like for most of the game, let's say they score two field goals right away and then a touchdown that's 13 to nothing. Let's say we get another touch. We get a touchdown. So 13 to seven. And then let's say they get another field goal, but then they get a touchdown to kind of seal the game because I think like with Marshall, like with Ohio state, it didn't happen this prior weekend. But I think that our defense is going to be out there way too much and their offense is going to have them going up and down the field. We're going to hold them to field goals. At least that's what I think. And then they're going to put it away with a touchdown late. And we're going to have to try to, I think we'll have the ball in our hands, kind of what I predicted last week, the ball in our hands, but we just can't seal the deal. But we did with Cal barely. I think the final score, in my opinion, 23 for North Carolina. Again, our defense has a pretty solid game. It's just they're, they're out there too damn long, and that's going to be a problem for the rest of the year until this offense somehow is more consistent. That's what I have to see. I have to see more consistency where I start picking Notre Dame to win these games. Sorry, Notre Dame fans. I'm a realist right here, and it would be great to be 2-2 two and two going into the Shamrock series. However, I just don't think we're going to. But again, hope I'm wrong. So, Again, I want to say North Carolina 23, Notre Dame 17. Again, I just got to, I just don't feel being on the road, Drew Pine's first game on the road. I don't see us being successful, especially right away. I see us struggling and possibly getting down 13 to nothing right away. But but we'll see. Um again, I just 
again, that would be great. That, that's my, the perfect scenario. Like I said, I'm picking us to lose, but let's say we do win this game. And again, we're going to have to, if we, for us to win this game, we got to score more than 30 points. That's my prediction. Or in the high 20s, because with their offense, you just got to score more. Even though I'm predicting only 23 for them, for us to win, though, I just think we have to get up in that. Uh, because if they're, if they're, let's say we get up, say, 21 to 10, it puts our defense in a better position. They don't have to play as tight. They can play, play a little bit looser. And, again, they're just not out there as long. That's, that's the problem we're going to see is the further we get into the season, if this offense does not progress, this defense is just going to be on their heels the rest of the, the, rest of the year especially late into the game. And again, as we saw with Ohio State, I mean, we could have won that game. I can't believe I'm saying that now after the last two weeks. We could have won that game if our defense wasn't as gassed as they were at the end of the game. And even with Marshall, we went up during that game. What was it, like 15 to 12? We just couldn't seal the deal at the end because they were so damn tired. And the defensive line sucked too. It's not just, you know, being tired. The defensive line was pretty bad as well. But let's just say we do win this game, you know, 30 to 17, 28, 24, 28, 21, whatever. That'd be a great, great, you know, confidence booster going into that Shamrock series because we have a week off after that. Then we head out to Vegas for the Shamrock series game against BYU. And that gives us a little bit more confidence because if we go in there one and three, I'm thinking, even if we go in there two and two, I'm still thinking this could be the first. I'm more confident this will be our first loss in the Shamrock series ever. I know we almost lost the, what was the Boston college one in 2015, even though we were pretty much in control of that game, but they had a pretty good defense in Boston college, which I mentioned in a previous podcast. The one that we was really kind of on pins and needles though, was the Arizona state one. And I think that was, the 2013 Shamrock series. And that was in the Jerry Dome in Dallas where the Cowboys play. But again, if we're going to pick a year to actually, if I had to bet money on a year for us to lose a Shamrock series game, it's going to be this one. BYU, very similar to actually they're, they're better than North Carolina. That's for one thing why I would pick a loss. I mean, I'm not picking that game yet, but you know what I'm saying? One, their offense is pretty good. Very similar to North Carolina, but a little bit better. And again, our offense, it's, I got to see results. I know I'm just kind of repeating myself here, but until this offense is more consistent, especially at the quarterback position, I, I just don't see us um, being successful this year with even nine and three or 10 and two. Again, I'm leaning more toward eight and four, seven and five. And if we lose this week, it's looking more like six and six with my you know, more, uh, uh, my predictions, you know, as we go through the year, my, my analysis predictions, that's what I want to say. So again, hoping I'm wrong again, that's been a common theme this whole time. Hoping I'm wrong. Hoping Ohio state. I hope I'm wrong. Marshall. I did pick us to win, but look, look how that went. So if you kind of think about it, I picked us to lose to Ohio state, but it wasn't, it wasn't as bad as it was, so I was pretty much wrong there. Marshall, I was totally wrong because we lost. Cal, I picked Notre Dame, and they won. So my predictions have been all over the board, and I've been pretty much wrong, which is a good sign because, for the most part, it has benefited ND in some way. It made us look better against Ohio State. Marshall, 
it's just a you know a scratch that was just you know we lost cal though i picked us to lose they won but again it's it's how we won though again if we want to be that team that we were you know striving to be we got to win by 45 to we got to score more than 30 points a game to compete in the college football era that we're in now those that score points and a lot of them are the ones that are going to go to the playoffs i know it sounds very simple and like that's not any sort of great you know statement you're making oh rob or rpt whatever you want to call me but again those teams that are winning national titles doing well in the playoffs just successful overall like ohio state they're scoring a lot of points, and that's what we got to get to. It's great that we have a good defense now, and more or less you need like a bend but don't brief, bend but don't break defense, and one that's got to make a stop, which we haven't done for Ohio State for Marshall. We barely did it against Cal. You know that hail mary pass, which shouldn't have been as close as it was. So we did do it with with that game, where we finally, you know, our defense sealed the deal. But it's going to be a heck of a lot easier if we can have a high-powered offense, and we're so far from that now. Especially, Drew Pine is not going to be the future quarterback. To maybe again, maybe I'll be wrong on that too, but he's not the future quarterback to lead us to a high-powered offense. If anything, it's Tyler Buckner, and as he saw with the first two games, that's not the case either. So let me just look at my notes to make sure I haven't uh, forgot anything. But this again, even though I picked the loss. This would be a great way to go into that bye week, two and two, into the Shamrock series, which I think we may even be an underdog during that game. Because be, the thing is, you think about it too, even though that's a Notre Dame so-called home, even though it's a neutral game pretty much, it's it's at, it's pretty close to BYU being out in Nevada. So um, I would uh, – that would be the perfect scenario, going into that game with some confidence – and then, man, if you win that game too, I think we can maybe start getting on a roll. But again, nine and three, ten and two—that is so far off the radar now with this offense. Just telling you the way it is, it, we're so far off the radar because our quarterback is mediocre at best right now. Our offensive line is still—it's better, but at times it is so shitty. It's just so shitty. Uh, and uh, again, we got. Again, we're we're one and two now. We got nine more games. You got to show me something. You got to show me something. So, anyway, thank you for tuning in to episode twenty-two for the North Carolina preview. And as always, go Irish. <laughs>